This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, September 28, 2009. I'm Caleb Brown. The FDIC may soon borrow from healthy banks to continue to provide relief to those teetering on the edge. Mark Calabria, Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute, says that move would put key players in the banking system at cross-purposes. Essentially, they are quickly running out of money. You've gone from a deposit insurance fund about two years ago that started out a little bit more than $50 billion in reserves and has dwindled to under $10 billion uh, in is continuing to see declines. Uh, so as we continue to see bank failures, you know those failures are going to hit the fund. Uh, they're going to have to uh, borrow or find other sources uh, to make up for that at some point. Uh, there is a general consensus that we might not know where the FDIC will go to replenish that fund, but they will probably have to go somewhere at some point soon. Sheila Baer has said explicitly all options are on the table for replenishing the fund from borrowing from large healthy banks to borrowing from treasury what do, what do those options mean well uh, to, to preface one must keep in mind that Sheila Bear is the chair at the FDIC she's got uh, four other board members to contend with uh, all who have very different interests and very different perspectives so part of this is an issue of you know, she can't just sort of jam something through. Uh, there's got to be a consensus on which direction to go. Um, ultimately, those funds need to come from somewhere. Essentially, you have at the moment three options on the table. More might come. Uh, one option is she could go borrow money from the Treasury. The Treasury has the authority to lend her that money. The Treasury would have to approve that loan. But she could go borrow money from the Treasury. Uh, she could raise assessments on the banks that are currently out there to replenish the fund. Uh, or she could, as being talked about now, borrow from the bank, from some banks themselves, the healthy banks uh, that would be willing to lend the FDIC to cover losses. Uh, ultimately, any of these choices would be paid for by some segment of the banking sector, whether it was borrowing from the healthy banks, whether it was borrowing from Treasury, future assessments from the FDIC on the banks themselves would be expected to repay any of these loans. One of the differences between borrowing from the banks or borrowing from Treasury is an issue of transparency. Uh, although future assessments on the banking industry are expected to replenish the Federal Deposit Insurance Fund, I think market participants, the bank themselves, if they were to lend money to the FDIC, there would be an impression that the bonds that they would receive in exchange would be guaranteed by the government. So to some extent, you haven't avoided a borrowing from the taxpayer. You've just done it indirectly. So the difference between if you simply went to the Treasury and borrowed money and then the Treasury floated Treasury bonds to pay for that borrowing and banks bought those Treasury bonds, you were in essence no different than if FDIC gave these healthy banks bonds um, in exchange. So some of the concern is, you know, is the method of going about this more or less transparent uh, because you are borrowing to pay. So in a sense, while I discussed three options earlier, ultimately there are only really two fundamental options. You borrow from somebody with some sort of taxpayer backing implied or explicit, or you raise assessments. Uh, the concern about raising assessments now is that you are hitting the banks at a time when their earnings are under pressure, but that also raises similar questions about borrowing from the banks. 
if the whole purpose of the TARP and all these other interventions by the Federal Reserve and otherwise was to increase the availability of credit, does it really make sense that we should be spurring that excess lending capacity into lending to the FDIC? Uh, really raises the question of if these so-called healthy banks have so much money to lend, why aren't they lending into the economy rather than lending into just paying for bank failures? It seems like potentially is just creating another claim on funds that the Federal Reserve might like to pull back uh, in the next couple of years. It definitely could because you know how the if if there is lending done to the healthy banks to cover any shortfalls and how those bonds FDIC bonds would be treated by the Fed uh, and how they'd be treated by bank regulators in general is an open question. Uh, but that themselves would reduce liquidity from the system. It actually is an interesting question of. Are you having the FDIC do something like open market operations where – because the way the Fed does open market operations and monetary policy, buys and sells bonds, treasury bonds in this case, from banks, therefore taking cash in and out of the system. In a sense, you're having the FDIC kind of do the reverse. I mean while the Fed has got the pedal to the metal and putting a lot of liquidity out there, the FDIC, by taking cash out of the banks and giving a bond to those banks – is in a sense actually reducing the money supply or at least you know the loan supply of loanable funds. So it's sort of interesting to see those cross currents uh, you know working against each other in some ways. I also think that there's a concern on the part of FDIC that if they borrow from Treasury, that Treasury will place all sorts of conditions on it. One of the reasons we've seen Barred from healthy banks put on the table is, is quite frankly that uh, Treasury Secretary Geithner and FDIC Chair uh, Sheila Bear have not had the best relationship and they've disagreed on the level of bailouts. So I think there's a strong desire on the part of FDIC to avoid having to interact with Treasury, even if, in a sense, you know, as much as me pain, as much as it pains me to say it, borrowing from the Treasury might be the best option on the table, given that the banks would be expected to pay it back. Mark Calabria is Director of Financial Regulation Studies at the Cato Institute. Read more of his work at Cato.org.